Welcome to the Confidently Balance Your Hormones podcast. My name is Dee Davidson, and I'm a hormone health expert, master mindset coach, and multiple wellness business entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you experience hormone balance, confidence, self-love, and live a life full of joy. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Confidently Balance Your Hormones. This is your guide, Dee Davidson, and today I've invited my past client, Kelly, to join us. Kelly is a 48-year-old wife and mother to two teenage boys ages 14 and 17. Kelly also manages her family DJ and event management business from home. I'd say she's pretty busy. Don't you have a dog too, Kelly? I do. Yep. (laughs) So she also has a dog. And I asked Kelly to jump on uh, this episode to share her experience with me uh, because she is a prime example of how sometimes just learning the foundationals of hormone balance and learning what your body needs given the time that you're uh, in in your life is all it takes to feel so much better. So I will add that Kelly is a great student. It does take participation. I tell people I can give you all of the knowledge and the tools, but at the end of the day, the student is the one doing, and uh, that makes a big difference. So Kelly's a great student of all things health, and she'll talk a little bit about that as we go along. I never got any whining or complaining from her, which is lovely. You're such an ideal client, Kelly. I love that you're (laughs) (laughs) so positive and willing, and she's always uh, eager to learn, do, in order to feel better. So welcome Kelly to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Dee. I appreciate you having me. So tell us a little bit about where you were with your health when we met at the networking event and what were you kind of looking to improve? What was not so happy in your life with your health? <laughs> sure. So <laughs> I had um, I had started during COVID kind of working out and I had joined a boot camp class, but the thing that was really missing was my diet and the things that I was feeding my body with. I thought I was doing the right thing for myself. Um, you know, I thought less was more. I thought, you know, I could just have a quick protein shake and that would make everything okay. Um, and I was achy. I was getting, I was, you know, at times getting hurt. I was gaining weight. I was like, what is going on? Is this is this what they say? Oh, I'm coming into perimenopause. Am I just uh, feeling, you know, is this a part of the age? Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to happen. And then, you know, fast forward, probably I was probably like eight or nine months into feeling really crappy. And, you know, I went to one of your networking events. I wanted to just kind of network with other, you know, women and in business. And um, that's when you really kind of, well, we met for the first time, right? Um, yes. We had known mutual friends, had seen each other on socials probably, um, but I hadn't actually met you. And, and then I kind of learned about your journey and, and what you were doing. And I was, it piqued my interest. And um, that's when I reached out and I said, you know what? I can't stand feeling achy anymore. I can't stand where I'm at with my weight. You know, how, how can, how can, you know, D help me? <laughs> 
And one of my favorite sayings is, it's our birthright to feel our best and live our best life. And so many people, especially women, I feel like women put everyone else and everything else above themselves. And the doctor says, well, you are at a different stage in your life and this is just the way it is. So we just kind of accept sometimes that, oh, my sleep's gonna be crappy. I'm gonna have these aches and pains that you mentioned. And um, it doesn't have to be that way. I have clients who are 60 and have more energy and more vitality than some 20 year olds. So it's all about really fine tuning and finding the people that will support us on our, our journey. So I'm sure um, the listeners might be thinking, all right, so she meets Dee at this networking event, which by the way is fabulous, right? And if anyone is local to Mass or Rhode Island and wants to join us for some business networking opportunities, uh, we always welcome you. Uh, but they're probably wondering, okay, so she meets Dee at the networking event, and then let's take the listeners to, through the process of, of working with me. So you heard me say what at the networking event that you thought like, okay, Dee might be able to, to, to help me. What was it specifically that you heard me talk about? Yeah, so I was actually talking to my friend Cheryl, who I had actually invited because it was, you know, kind of invite whoever. She's local. She owns a dance studio local. And she was telling me about her process. And I think in that conversation at dinner, um, at lunch, you know, she mentioned something about, oh, yes, I'm working with a functional medicine uh, doctor. And he's got me on, you know, a high protein diet, this, that, the other thing. And I think you stepped in and said, well, you know, it's not all about high protein. It's actually about how your body works with, you know, your metabolism and finding out what your, um, you know, I forget what the name of it is. And I know you can tell me, but you know, I'm a mixed oxidizer and we the we metabolic think, typing. Yeah. Metabolic <laughs> typing. Thank you. So you said it's all about your metabolic typing. And I'm like, huh, well, that makes sense, right? We're, we don't all have the same blood type. We don't all have the same body makeup, but there, there obviously has to be something that connects with all of that, that makes us who we are and helps us you know be our best right so that's yes. kind of what you know i said oh it's it's not just all about all these supplements and and adding more protein to your diet you know what is it and i think you kind of led the conversation in a way that said you know there's a little bit more to it you know obviously she's gone through a lot of testing too but you know you talked about the testing and things that you can do to help guide you which is what i needed I love that. And you hit the nail right on the head with, we're not all the same. And that I think is the most frustrating thing that I hear from women is, well, my sister is two years older than me and this worked for her and it's not working for me. Or, uh, you know, all of these doctors or influencers say that high protein diet, keto, HIIT workouts, all of these things, right, are the way to go when you're in perimenopause or menopause or postmenopause and it's not working for me. Well, that's because we're all so unique. Why are we treating ourselves like everybody else? It is important. And, and thanks for bringing up the metabolic type. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, you've heard my story of I was eating high protein. I actually ended up at a urologist for blood in my urine. And the first question that the urologist just asked me was, 
how much protein I was eating and was I drinking protein shakes and, and taking protein supplements because I am actually a slow oxidizer, which slow oxidizers do not process protein very quickly. And I was taxing my system. So be careful, ladies out there with what advice you're getting and what you're doing because everyone is so very different and knowing your bio-individual needs or you're getting personalized um, protocols and things is so, so important. Absolutely. So you came to me and you said, all right, D, you're hired. And you might, this was a while ago that we started working together and you've been out of my program uh, right. For, right. for some months now. But yeah. do, do you remember um, the acronym DRESS that I use? D-R-E-S-S? Oh, barely. <laughs> do you remember do you remember what the D stands for? It's the stuff that you were just talking about. No. So I D don't. So this is typically what I do and what I did with uh, Kelly and people might not even realize that I did this, but I do have a foundational system that I work with all of my clients on because most people actually I don't think I've ever had anyone come to me and hire me and have someone go through these all together and um the pieces of our whole health are all very much interconnected. So if you're working with one person on nutrition, another person on exercise, another person on supplements, uh, it's really hard to tie all that together. So we work on all of that together with this acronym DRESS and the D stands for uh, diet. So let's take the audience through uh, how we applied these and you can just share your experience. This isn't a quiz, Kelly. Uh, it's just like, what did you change about your diet? Like uh, we just talked about the metabolic typing. So you took the metabolic typing test, which was a simply $139 online test. And you got Correct. this yeah. food Bible, right? That tells you what, which proteins are best for Kelly's body, which uh, carbs, specifically fruits, vegetables, all those things and what things um, create your fuel mixture are. You might remember that I describe it as your gasoline type, if you will. You go to the gas station and your car takes maybe 93 or maybe it takes diesel. But what happens, Kelly, if you put diesel in your car and it doesn't take diesel? Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> it doesn't work, right? So same thing with us. If we're eating a lot of fat or nuts and things and our body doesn't, our metabolic type doesn't support that, we're going to feel sluggish. We're going to gain weight. So metabolic typing, that's uh, one of the things we worked on. But how did we uh, work on uh, the timing of your eating, how you're eating now? Just share a little bit about what changed with the timing of your eating. Sure, um, yeah. Magic so, plate. Yeah, first of all, like I was thinking I was doing things for myself that was just not fueling my body. First of all, I was the person who came in and said, I eat because I have to. I don't eat because I want to. And that was a big change mindset wise for me to say, I have to eat to fuel my body, right? So you talked about even before the metabolic typing, the magic plate. And I started that right away. I said, okay, here's something that I can do that I can try and do right away to make sure that I'm getting protein and, and my vegetables and carbs and always having that green. That was a big thing for me. I got away from vegetables so much and got away from greens so much that my body was probably craving all of this and storing up so much fat that I was like gaining weight like crazy because I was having, you know, a protein shake that I thought was healthy, but it also had 10 grams of sugar. You know, right. so really 
even before the metabolic typing, before I learned what foods together would make me feel better, it was just step back, make sure that you've got the right foods on your plate, make sure you're eating enough and make sure you're eating enough often enough, right? That was the other thing. I wasn't eating. I was probably going six, seven hours in between. Wow. Not realizing that, you know, you need to have a certain routine with food in order to keep your body fueled so it doesn't think you're starving it, right? It doesn't decide to, you know, do all those things that, you know, and it was like an aha moment. Right. Mm -hmm. It took me, you know, maybe a few of our, our, you know, emails back and forth and things to kind of, you know, really wrap my head around it. Mm -hmm. But I think once I started that before we did the metabolic typing, I was on a good path. Um, And and it's, you know, it's it's something that, you know, you see often once you start doing things like that, then they become a habit, right? Yeah. So, so now it's automatic. I eat within the first two hours of waking up. I have water before I do anything. I, you know, make sure I have that magic plate at every meal. And, and it's helped me because now my body says, you're getting close to four hours. Don't forget, you know, so yeah. I don't even have to like schedule it in like I used to. It's just automatic. So. Some great points that you make there. So first of all, uh, for the women who are listening, go, I'm just not hungry every four hours or I'm not hungry when I wake up. That's because you have actually put your body into survival mode. So your body is innately so smart that it says, let's not make Kelly hungry because she's probably stuck on an island or doesn't have food available to her, which isn't true, likely. It's just that you have now um, programmed your body to function this way, which then affects hormone imbalance. It affects, it creates stress on the body, uh, spiking your cortisol and things like that, holding on to uh, fat, stores fat, and and you gain weight and you don't lose weight and you're frustrated because you only had one salad a day and why am I not losing weight? So it's very important. Blood sugar um, regulation is very important. Some really key points. And I love that you said you started before metabolic typing. 90% of my clients take the metabolic typing test because I'm such a believer in it, especially after seeing how it resonated with me and how I felt and how, oh my gosh, my whole life I've been going against my intuition, you know, that I'm mind, body, spirit. And I feel that um, God has equipped us with everything that we need, universe, spirit, whoever you believe in. But we get in our brain and we get in the science and we go against it. But every time I think about how close that metabolic typing is to how I intuitively felt and ignored, it's just amazing. So I love that you said you even before that you started the magic plate. So the questions I want the listeners to ask themselves, are you having greens? That's the number one thing people aren't having. Greens, if you eat them off your plate first, it's going to help to absorb the the sugar spike from the carbs that are coming, right? Because you do need carbs. They're not the villain. Carbs produce energy. We're not eating pasta and cookies, but we're eating good single ingredient carbs. Do you have a good carb on your plate? Do you have at least a palm size of protein on there? And some healthy fat. Healthy fat is what makes hormones. That's what they're created from. And women avoid fat thinking if I eat fat, I'm going to get fat. But actually, that's not true. You don't need an abundance of fat, but you do need at least a thumb size of olive oil, coconut oil, avocado, maybe a solid uh, nuts or seeds or solid avocado. But look at your plate and be honest with yourself. Are you having three 
what I call magic plates a day? And are you eating every few hours to make sure your blood sugar does not crash? So that is um, step number one. Moving on Super to the, <laughs> yeah, moving on to, and nutrition is so much. Nutrition heals. It can either heal you or it can create disease and inflammation really quickly. So those diet choices are right at the top of my acronym because they do so much. You can heal so much without supplements and prescriptions and things through nutrition. You just have to choose, it's a choice to um, do so and stick to it. Of course, it takes discipline. But the, right. um, the next letter in our dress, like a dress you put on is rest. So talk about your, share with us about your um, sleep routine, like what time you go to bed and maybe anything you learned about uh, having a routine or any sleep hygiene, I call it. Sure. So I definitely was waking up way more uh, throughout the night prior to working with you. And it's frustrating. You know, everybody gets frustrated. You see everybody post those things about, you know, I'm up and, you know, whatever in the middle of the night. Um, so I always kind of had a routine. Um, I think that by changing the way I eat definitely helped me to stay asleep for the time that I went to bed. But I typically went to bed at 10, woke up at 7, or maybe earlier. Um, but for the most part, my sleep schedule was, and I'm, I'm the type of person who needs my sleep, I have to go to bed at a certain time. Amen, amen. <laughs> yeah, I've always been that way. Even in college, people thought it was crazy. I took the 8 a.m. classes because I knew I would be asleep by 10. And Yeah, um, me too. Yeah, so I definitely already had a good schedule. I think more so I consciously stayed consistent with it after having conversations with you. And then also... I, it, the diet changes helped me to stay asleep. Mm, um, so that was, that was, I think really the game changer there for me uh, mm -hmm. was really, I was satisfied. And so going to sleep, helped, it helped me stay asleep. Yes. And again, it goes back to blood sugar regulation and cortisol. If you didn't eat enough at night, uh, what happens is you go to sleep and you, your blood sugar will spike typically um cortisol so so the blood sugar and cortisol correlation of like your blood sugar is not stable so cortisol is your uh oh gosh i gotta rescue this person it'll spike and then you wake up in the middle of the the night so um some great great points there exercise i'm excited to talk about this with you because you are a fun client when it comes to exercise. I'm wondering, <laughs> are you still doing your classes? I'll let you talk about it. But I am a big believer in joyful movement. <clears throat> I was someone who used to use what I call forceful movement. I thought I have to do boot camp. I have to do um, these heavy weights to uh, be fit and, and keep up with my uh, metabolic needs at this age. And uh in my own holistic journey and what I pass on to my clients is that if you hate doing it, your cells are listening to you and it's not going to result in what you want. It's actually creating stress. So we talk about joyful movement. So what types of exercise do you incorporate? Right. So um, one thing I love to do and I always have loved to do is to get out in nature. So that's number one. I always get outside, um, hopefully more often than, than not. 
I try as much as I can, you know, when you, when you work, everybody feels this way, you know, oh, I just don't have time. You know, I try to make the time and especially try to make the time for that walk right after I eat, you know, you know, within 10 minutes after I eat, because I know that that's important for digestion. Um, So even if I can get out in nature and just, you know, do a 10 minute walk, I'm, you know, I'm happy. But the really the biggest thing for me, I grew up as a dancer. So getting back to those dance roots was really something that I was kind of yearning for last year. And lo and behold, I don't know if I manifested it, but you did, you did, you did. I did, (laughs) right? What popped up was um, somebody had shared with me that the local dance studio was doing adult tap classes again. They had stopped them during COVID, but was starting them back up again. And I was like, I am going to do this. And it was, it, it was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself because I even though I'm I have a hard time at night like especially when it's dark in New England I have a hard time getting out but I made sure that I was ready to go with my tap shoes and uh danced with about 20 adults and that is and so it was, fun oh it was so much fun and now unfortunately it didn't continue uh throughout the year it's gonna start up again so I'm excited to get to get that started up again. I'm already, I've already been looking at new tap shoes. Uh, but that's something that brings me joy. And I completely agree with what you said about joyful movement, because the one thing that was always like in the back of my mind was this exercise is not fun for me. Why mm-hmm. can't exercise be fun? And it can. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I I had a blast and I can't wait to start it up again. I love that. And and movement is movement. So, you know, we talk about strength training for women and is it good? Yes, of course, because we are more fragile as we get older and it helps our metabolic rate and all of that stuff. But just movement in general, I'd rather see my clients having fun. Sounds like you tapped into your inner child a little bit there and connected with your inner child. Absolutely. Uh, And that's important too, to feed the inner child um, and bring back joy. We take life so seriously once we get to adulthood and it's not that serious. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I also love that you're going out in nature. That's one of the things I tell my clients is get outside for even 10 minutes and look at the sun. Don't put your headphones on, connect, listen to the birds, be connected. We are so disconnected. The amount of people who don't even step outside their house other than driving somewhere is insane to me and it's it's a huge health benefit to just get out in nature and connect and get grounded and do some earthing and things like that absolutely i just i just heard somebody say in a a different podcast i was listening to sunshine before social and i thought that was i thought that was like revolutionary even though it's what i try to do don't look at your like even if your phone is your alarm don't look at it just step outside, even if it's, you know, New England in the winter, even if it's just daylight, sunshine before social, even just for I a minute. It. If you have a minute, just do it. It changes your entire day, it your entire does. chemical reaction to your day. It does. It's amazing. It does. So we're up to the, the first S, which is stress. And this is a big one. Uh, when people come to work with me, this is one that they they often don't want to work on. They're like, oh, I have any stress we all have stress whether it be someone just cut you off uh, on the road or you had a client who was not so nice or 
your child is struggling in school. We all have different stressors. Um, I, I know that uh, we worked on stress with you. You don't have to get into your personal stressors, but can you just say anything about working on that piece? Sure. Um, I think for me, a lot of it, I'm behind a computer and um, working on events and especially personal things for people uh, can be stressful in the way that they want to do an event in the way that you know how the event should work. So sometimes, you know, for me personally, I had to, I'm not going to respond to this email right now. I'm going to get up from my desk and I'm going to just walk away and go for a short walk and clear my head before I respond. Um, So for me, a lot of the stress was, you know, when we're in the busy season and I've got a hundred things going on, just making sure that you take the time to take a step back take a deep breath and then you can clear your head and move forward before you, you know, respond to what you think they should do, even though they're pushing back on you about what they think should be done. Right. Um, you know, you everybody has a different type of stress, like you said, but uh, in my situation, that can be the, one of the biggest the big one. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, sounds like you, you gained some tools from working with me in the COI community as to how to approach some of those situations. And, yeah, you know, I'm a big believer in setting boundaries. Boundaries aren't bitchy. Uh, right. You know, reflecting. You don't have to answer something right away. We work on a lot of those things that cause us stress. Well, a lot of stress we bring on to ourselves. And right. that's what I really work on with my clients is to understand that, Sometimes we tell ourselves stories of what's going to happen that, you know, will never happen. We create a lot more stress for ourselves than need be. And um, sometimes there are just stressors. Like I have clients who they're a little bit older and they're taking care of their parents now and the parents are sick. So those are real stressors. But again, boundaries, what's in our control, that type of thing, because you can't trick the body. And if your body doesn't feel safe and it feels in a constant state of fight or flight or stress, you're right. not going to release weight. You're not going to be able to sleep. You're not going to get rid of the inflammation. So rather than saying, when take a magic wand and take all the stress out of your life, which is impossible, we work right. on tools and managing stress on a daily basis, as opposed to just when we're at the elevated state of stress. Very important. I do believe that the root cause of all disease is stress. Right. And the last S is supplements. So I think you know how I feel about this, Kelly. Supplements yeah. are no different than prescriptions in my world. A lot of people pop in things randomly, which can be very dangerous because you can accumulate high levels of things you don't need. They interact with one another. You can be wasting your money and just uh, peeing the stuff out and pooping it out. <laughs> um, so supplements we don't use unless we have a lab test that says we need to heal something or there's a, right. a gap. And at this age, there's there might be some things that we need to um, supplement. So just share openly. Um, did I put you on a bunch of supplements and maybe just share, you know, what supplements you do take um, at a high level? Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, I wasn't put on a bunch of supplements. I think I was already taking collagen, for instance, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, help the joints move. I mean, I think it's good for, for anybody. And I think, you have already done the research in terms of what's best for your body. So I just switched to something that you have recommended. Um, and then another uh, something was uh, 
which I'm actually not using anymore, but it was a, something I sprinkle on my food uh, just to make sure that the gut is working properly when you're eating the food that you're eating. Um, I can't remember what it was, but I haven't needed it. Um, I felt like once I got into that routine and, you know, it's going to be kind of gross, but once your stool is looking the way it needs to look and you're having that regularity, um, you know, you don't need a lot more than what you're already doing for your body in in a very helpful way. That's right. That is so right. And um, I just think people are so confused, overwhelmed, not in tune with their body. And so when you come to me, my hope is that we get you back in tune with your body, that you're functioning out of a place of uh, consciousness, not, you know, what you heard on the radio or unconsciousness, and that you understand your body and we get your body if you want to say restored to factory settings, uh, because you might have gotten away from that, we can use that term. So um, there you have it. That's DRESS, D-R-E-S-S. Diet, rest, exercise, stress, and supplements are the foundational. So when my clients um, say that they're having a symptom, I was sleeping well, but now like I've been disrupted, we go over the foundationals. You have to double down on the foundationals, not add more supplements, not go hire someone else, not go have more labs done. We have to double down. And so you can see that Kelly had these major improvements in the three months that we we worked together. That's typically how I start working with people one-on-one is a three-month increment so you can see how far we can move the needle and how you feel and feel comfortable with me. And um, many of my clients like Kelly, they find that once they fine-tune these foundationals, they feel great and they don't need functional labs outside of metabolic typing. Uh, We tend to think like it's got to be a bigger problem than it really is. And I I really urge people that come to me to start with these foundationals if they've never worked with a functional health practitioner or hormone health expert. Now, if you have or you have already had some labs done and you're frustrated, that's a different route. We will do a full um, fine tooth comb evaluation on what you've tried, what you've done, and then I do have the ability to order over 4,000 labs, interpret them, build protocols, things like that. But I wanted to have Kelly share her story because it doesn't have to be hard or overwhelming or daunting. And um, you can see some really substantial changes yourself like Kelly did. So thank you for sharing your story with the world today, Kelly, and inspiring more women to take charge of their health. I have one last question before we go. So what do you want to say to anyone that's considering working with me, but they're like, I'm not sure, or the investment is kind of high? I would say that you probably spend more money on your health care than your well care, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. And so when you think about it, you would spend less money on your health care if you paid attention to your well care. So that's what D does. You're paying attention to the wellness part of your life, which should be everything. And you're getting down to that nitty gritty of why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Believe me, my doctor was like, you know, and I had, you know, feelings of, you know, maybe I have thyroid because my dad does. No, your levels are normal. Your levels are normal work with D three months. I'm on a track this entire, it's been a year. It's been almost a year since we started and I feel great. And so I would say make the investment in your well care, which is what D does. 
There you have it, friends. The investment in your well care. I love it. I might start using that, Kelly. So thank you, Kelly, again. I'm so, so proud of you for doing the things for your mind, body, and your spirit. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Confidently Balancing Your Hormones. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and also hit follow at the top of this podcast. If you have a couple of minutes and you can leave a quick review, it will help other women in need find this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at confidently underscore love underscore yourself. I would love to stay connected and hear from you. 